Well, hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. And I am Cedius, and we are joined again by Paul. Hey, how's it going? Did know you fuckers are recording. For like the last five minutes or so, yeah. There's a mic in the bathroom. Podcast. Cocksucker. So we shall be doing the Dalmor 12 and the Talisker Storm tonight on episode, what episode are we on? 34. Sons of bitches. <laughs> well played, young man. Well played. Well, you know, about 30 episodes ago or so, we figured out that if if we just let people, uh, if we just started talking to people, everybody uh-huh. we had on the show would be fantastic to talk to. And so nothing got on the show. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> we, we know who, you know who fucking does uh, one of my, oh God, this guy's a fucking genius. Uh, uh, Errol Morris. When he does, you know who that is, right? Uh, Errol Morris, uh, one of his big ones was the thing, Thin Blue Line. Oh, okay. He actually came up through time with uh, with uh, Werner Herzog. They knew each other. Okay. And they had kind of filmed battles. Thank you, sir. Um, and anyway, his one of his big ones recently, was he did tabloid, but one of the masterful films of all fucking time of documentaries was he did, uh, he did uh, The Fog of War, which is exactly an entire documentary about Vietnam interviewing one person. Like, it gives me chills to think about that. When I did the snuff documentary, that was a huge influence on me. Well, and what's funny is he did, and this didn't get as popular, it was a, uh, it was a made for, I, <coughs> excuse me, IFC channel uh, television series called First Person, and it's one interview with one person for an hour. And that's how he kind of developed the idea to then do Fog of War. And First Person, fuck, it's so good. But yes, he all sense well, well, the funny thing is in yes. editing, in, in, in editing, oftentimes the conversation up front really doesn't work as anything, so I still start it when Dave does the intro, and I'll occasionally like find a good like out-of-context soundbite to put right in front of it, just for zany non-sequiturness, but, you know. So, I fucked a cow! Right, exactly. <laughs> when so did I us, say that? So we us talk about Avery, which I'm totally down with. I fucking love Roger Avery. I want I really hope he does more. Yeah, uh, there were a couple of choice comments that, that were happening in the downtime between the show that I really wish I'd been recording for the the you know, if you have a boy versus a girl the comment that was that was sent as to how many peni you need to worry about yeah. um, I really wish I would have captured that that statement but I missed it well I know and I hinted at it you listeners ah like the, like I'll say you, you. you'll the, never get to experience it although you well, can the canine shotgun analogy you know like that that sort of stuff. You know, we live in the city, you know, I mean, like, if I murder somebody, I'm going to have a real hard time getting away with it, yeah. but, like, you know... Let's also how people openly talk about, well, I just do this, and I just kill them, yeah. and it's like, have you ever really been around violence? Because it ain't fucking cool, and besides that, it, no matter what you would possibly do, like, the ramifications, and even what of how you would feel, even if it's one of the worst people you've ever met, you're going to feel that. I mean, that's the thing about violence, and that's the thing that gets... So whitewashed when people just see... And they watch it on TV. Right, exactly. And that's why I love it when it's visible. Because when you, I saw that bottle, one of the first things I thought of was uh, was the two, two of the TV shows that blew me away with how much I love them, which was uh, which is uh, the first season of uh, True Detective, and then also uh, Hannibal. Which Hannibal, I thought, was going to be just the biggest pile of horse shit. I mean, it's, it's like when Bates Motel came out. It was just like, whatever, watch a couple episodes. Like, yeah, just complete pedantic crap. I'll have, I'll have to give it a shot, because that's I, kind of what I figured it was going to be. I, I went into it the exact same attitude. I'm like, yeah, I like Mads Mikkelsen and whatever. It's so well done. Uh, even the first episode, because they wanted to show off how good the episodes would be, they had three different directors, because they said, well, there are three major elements of story within these. So we wanted a different director for each for the look. And I was like, what? And they actually did that. Wow. And and honestly, as uh, as as uh, as as uh, Jack Crawford, who of course is the guy, you know, the, in the original Science of the Lambs, the one that uh, Clarice is always going to her as for guidance, her mentor. And that's uh, that's uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm in I'm about like a third of the way through the first the second season, and I'm I'm Samuel L. Jackson. Exactly. <laughs> You've been Fishburne. <laughs> I actually had a friend say that to someone once. It was an actor friend, and and he was like, "Yep." There was like another actor was like, "Oh, you're so good in that." I was like, "You've been Fishburne, man." And I was like, "You did." He's like, "Yeah, I said it, man." I said, "I was like, that's fucking awesome." <laughs> I, okay, is anyone I, really getting much out of this? I love Delmore. Um, one of my all-time favorite. Drinking scotches, sipping scotches, as I like to say. It's mostly like shooting scotch. Right. Yeah. As a mainlining. 
uh, is <laughs> the Delmar the crewing. Is the <laughs> Delmar cigar malt. Which we'll have on eventually. Ooh, I got that. I got no nose from this. I, that's, I, I, I was looking know. around like, did I? Yeah, I think we're all just like, 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 yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out something to say here because um, I got oak. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you have wood, wood young man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, I just wanted to look up and be like, what happened? <laughs> this is this is where if we've pre-planned it, we all look at the the the, the guests and go, I have a, I'm getting a plum. Right. And uh, somebody else goes, yeah, 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 with a strong And I'm like, cinnamon. man. And exactly. And I'm over here like, man, these fucking guys are good. I got this in my Oh, no. yeah, so I'm getting a little bit of heather. <laughs> I'm getting what a little, kind of orange is it? Shut up! <laughs> Just shut up with that! I say, I say heirloom versus navel orange one time! Oh, nice! Because I'm very finicky about my fruits and vegetables, I learned the specific you know, subtype that I like. Uh-huh. There's so many different apples, and I've tried a whole bunch of different I'm apples. I'm getting a hint of wormy apples. And I get, and I get very specific. <laughs> and so I'll say, yeah, this is a breaker, or this is a honey crisp, or this is a Granny Smith, and they go, fuck you, it's an apple. And I'm like... <laughs> but no, it, it was like, I'm, I'm smelling that it's moist. It's... <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> so thank you guys for at least for that. That's yeah, a yeah, completely strong burn. burn. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to say about that. I, 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 I got There's oak with a slight citrus to it, and that's pretty much... I'm, gonna, I'm wow. just getting a touch of orange. Yeah. Strong burn on the finish. Yeah. Um, it om- it's it's, a, it's really a overwhelming palate. It is. It's not bad. It's just the the burn kind of overwhelms most flavoring i'm sure it's, it's not, is there it's not all that unpleasant but no. it's not i don't know <laughs> see i'm i'm not getting all that much burn honestly i'm um, very confused by this it has a short finish yeah very short i mean the burn see, I, goes away right away see i didn't get that i didn't and i didn't get as much of a peak with burn but it was like it was just there i didn't get a whole lot of flavor but that's not. See, I'm getting a warming about five Ooh. seconds after Ooh, the there. swallow. I just got it. Yep, I just got that. I'm getting the warming, but I'm not getting a burn. Well, let me. Let me. I got a strong alcohol flavor. I mean, I I got. Okay, this has alcohol in it, and I'm waiting for something else to come through, and I didn't really get much. Any different when you switch it? No. Just the burn. The burn is more in more in your mouth when when you're all done. But yeah, it wasn't unpleasant. I've had a few a few scotches where you're like. Wow! Oh, well, wow! That's out I, the burn is. I'm gonna make a callback, and say that on when we did the Grand Reserva, the tasting notes had fruitcake as a tasting note, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give that to this. I'm getting a little bit of a fruitcake. Yes, you second. are, sir. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> the tailing does have an odd sweetness to it, but for me, it's almost yeah. a bit more fruity. Yeah, the the, the the palette and the front of the finish has has just a little bit of that, just just a hint of the right kind of, you know, spice, mm. a little bit of that jellied fruit. You guys are liking it with the water. Yeah. Oh, the the nose is. Uh, did it, it did it open? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so unlike unlike oh. last episode two weeks ago when the. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yep. Meanwhile, two weeks ago. It's, uh, we hear this man say. Oh, come on, Grandpa, who's going to know? <laughs> <laughs> not, God, it's not gay if, you beat each, if we beat each other up afterwards. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, wow, it does open up. Ooh, there, there's the oak. Yeah, yep. there's, the, there's the fruit. Yep, there's the fruit, like nice. And for me, that was obviously why I waited for the tail end, and I really got that, that nice finish. That nice, uh, Although, I'm having trouble identifying. I mean, I'm, I'm like, okay, there's more there. Good, that's why I said fruit, because I was like, I don't know the fuck it is. <laughs> it's, it's not like... Before, where I was like, okay, that that smells like a cantaloupe. I'm like, it smells like oh, the finish isn't isn't any better though. See, to to me, the the nose didn't really the, change all that uh, much. If, if if anything, there's oh, still caramel on the finish the, now. The, the, the citrus that came out, it, it's it, it smells more like citrus cleaner than it did. It's not pleasant now. No, no. Um, it, it, it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty no more. The, the alcohol dropped. And I'm I'm enjoying. I'm, let's say I'm going to try it again. I got flavors other than the alcohol during the, the body, mm-hmm. and the finish is not pleasant. No, no. Yeah. I just rewatched a uh, Raging Bull. 
<laughs> That's one of the movies where I was like, it was one of the few Scorsese that didn't like to write papers about and shit like that. And I go back and I'm like, God, what a great movie. And just so simple. But there's more in the body, but it's it's still so strong that it's like, yeah, yeah it's just so much. Um, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not getting much in the palette. And I the finish is not. Ugh, I'm not, like I'm not like enjoying like the Like a pear for the fruit. I mean, it's not. Maybe, yeah, maybe, it's maybe like a pear and, and maybe a little nut. No, I'm not getting, but the pair, yeah, I can mm. see that. Part. Actually, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the palette a lot more wet. Because, well, because dry, yeah, it was alcohol. I had, there was, to me, there was no palette. It was yeah. just, it wasn't unpleasant. It was just, boom, okay, now I'm, um, this is, this is a very, yeah, um, I was, actually, I was going to say maybe, I'm going walnut. I had a, a moment of sweetness. <laughs> and I was gonna say nutmeg. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I can. Like I can a Christmas cake. I mean, that's well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. See, 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 to me, it, it's gone from being fruitcake to fruitcake with nuts. <laughs> that, that's really the only. It's, so, but the, there is the nuttiness with the water. Now that I'm really letting it, just like really letting. I mean, the, that aftertaste really lasts. And I'm still getting more of that now. Yeah. The the, 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 the finish has has. Oh, a, a, a nutty flavor to it too. The finish has actually got more to it than the body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. really weird. This is this is an, <laughs> this is odd. I, I know what you mean about like I don't know what you are, sir. <laughs> Someone misprogrammed. <laughs> That's not confused. Well, and yeah, like if you if you, if, finish. Mm-hmm. if you take the drink and you just let it go down, oh, it's not. Terrible, but yeah, there's there's some sort of spice. I don't think it's pumpkin, but well, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's a mix of nutmeg and cinnamon, which is your traditional, you know, nut, uh, pumpkin spice. Maybe just the bears hint of clove in it. I mean, it, it, like I said, it, 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 there's, it, there's clove. Yeah, that's a very odd scotch because yeah. usually, and I'm not trying to jump to the the the, the boating, but I'm like usually, <clears throat> it's either oh this one. Isn't you know it doesn't have something there. It's it's it, you you can tell pretty quickly where you're going with it. This one was just like I all over the it's just all over it. the map. Yeah, yeah. It's like a weird compound that you look at and say you kind of, it, because I wouldn't say it's just awful or it doesn't work. But it works just in a very strange way. Some parts of it work, some parts of it don't. Overall, yeah. Huh. I don't regret drinking it, but. <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> I can say right now because it's so unique. Like I'm sitting here thinking about this. Yeah. Well, that if I had this, I'd be like, I would. And like, huh? like neat. Like there's, there's a lot of. It's it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. Like everything in it is very subtle. Yes. And you're bringing out the water. The drinking it wet. You taste a lot of it. Now, is that good? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's not good. But, um, you know, neat. Knowing that there's subtlety to it, I might be tempted to go back and try it more neat. I'm just picturing the the brewmaster going or the the master distiller going. This will fuck with them. This reminds me. All right, so the house I'm living in now. Really dig it. It's a great situation. And as I deal with the how all of it is juiced, how all of the how all the different electricity is set up and what have you. I have to be. Wor- I have to worry sometimes to trip a circuit, even if I have something plugged in, because I realize that I have circuits on one wall from one more, from one circuit. So I've got outlets, and it's rigged from one wall. Someone sharing one wall jumps another wall to another, and also downstairs. That's what the scotch reminds me of. <laughs> it's something where I'm kind of where it's so odd and fascinating that I, I could never just be like I don't like this because I'm still thinking about it. Okay, quote a brain surgeon. Oh, don't tug that. You don't know where it connects to. <laughs> yeah, the far side of where he's like, look what look what happens to his arm, Lenny. Arm jerks up as he's in there. <laughs> I can make him play the piano. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna have a story here. <clears throat> We've it, heard the story before. Have we? We've done two other Belmores. Have we read the story? Probably. In 1263, the ancestor of Clan Mackenzie yep. saved King Alexander III from being gored by a stag with oh, a single oh. arrow. The grateful king granted him the right to bear a stag's head in his coat of arms with the motto, Help the king. <laughs> Well, it was a bad <laughs> 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 
The Dalmore Distillery was long owned by the Mackenzie family, and every bottle of the Dalmore is adorned with this noble emblem. A stag's head with twelve points to its antlers, signifying oil. A reminder of our heroic past, an inspiration for all who taste our Highland single malt. Because, of course, they, they, they got bought out by a corporation who knows yeah. how long ago, so they're not... And an arrow sticking out of it. <laughs> Actually, through both sides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tasting notes. Deep golden mahogany in color with an orange marmalade and aromatic spice on the nose. Called it. You did not say orange marmalade. I called orange. No. Yeah. I didn't find the marmalade, but I called orange. The nose, elegant and rich on the palate, with concentrated citrus, oloroso sherry, with hints of sweet vanilla pod, and an aftertaste of great complexity. (laughs) (laughs) I call shenanigans. I totally don't know. I call subtext, even we don't know what the fuck is. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. so weird. And the aftertaste of (laughs) 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 At least it wasn't just us again. We're like, what the fuck is going on with this? That makes me feel very good. Even they don't know what their cold finish is. That's so... Epic. It tastes like um <laughs> <plexity>. <laughs> It's like the yeah. laughter of children. <laughs> you know that somebody that they spend like hours sitting around a table like <laughs> sipping this, like what the fuck is this? I don't know. What the fuck is this? What can we complex? <laughs> and then somebody all of a sudden like oh. It's complex <laughs> complexity? Um. Like thinking that it was a that they could bullshit uh. and somebody's like Yes, that's exactly what we're going to do. Print it. Oh, <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do have this mental image of, of people coming up with the tasting notes of like 12 guys sitting around a table. All right. How many had plum? Three people. How many had a tangerine? Five people. How many had persimmons? Six mm. people. Persimmons it is. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Floral. Like, and meanwhile, everyone's like, like kind of shrugging, looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I also like the beginning where it said, a, was it a nose of dark amber? Like, I'm sorry, you cannot smell that color. No, 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 is it deep golden mahogany in color with orange marmalade and aromatic spice on the nose? So they're different. Uh, okay. they are I was thinking because you if you're smelling, like, if you're smelling colors, that this uh, smells dark mahogany. This smells like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, meth and scotch go well together. <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, <laughs> it helps with the drain. Yeah. But the meth, not the scotch. <laughs> the scotch is drained. That's a that's 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 a taste test unto itself. Taste past either. <laughs> so. What did people think? Oh, god damn you. Like, I think we've had better Dalmores. <laughs> Let me say that without cheese in my mouth. I think we've had better Dalmores. Um, both the Grand Reserve and the 15-year um, were far more impressive to me. I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Don't think it quite measures up to average. I'm going to give it a 2-8. Um, I'm really going to have to think about this one. I'll, uh, I'll pretty much everything City has said. Um, given that I love a Dalmore, this was slightly more disappointing. I was really looking forward to, oh, sweet, I, I like Dalmore. I'm going to go to seven. It, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't that good. Now, I got to think about this one, too, because, I mean, wet, honestly, the flavors come out, but the flavors weren't. Great. I still honestly preferred it neat. The flavors go I, in. I preferred it neat too out. because there was it wasn't as flavorful. And God, that finish when it was wet. Oh, but I mean, so do I like it? Do I rate it when it's flavorful, but that horrible aftertaste, or do I rate it when it's not so flavorful and the aftertaste you, and the finish is smooth. You have to pick one or the other. I know, right? Because you can't, you can't, can't mix, like, you can't mix drink, and match, and then quickly slam water. Right, I know, I know. So it's 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 one of those things where it's it's a very complex scotch, and 
as we know from the tasting notes. Right. It's it's not. <laughs> Thank you for those notes. Whoever wrote those, by the way. Yeah. And it's it's not fantastic either way. And but it was fun to taste for sure. So I think you might be going the same direction. I'm going. But so, I'm curious what you're going to say. I mean, I mean, typically my 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 three is a is a Glenlivet twelve. Like that's that's just the base three. So whenever I'm doing my ratings, I always think, was this as enjoyable as drinking a Glenlivet 12? And, I mean, honestly, just the actual taste of it, hell no. But the experience of it was enjoyable, and, I mean, I don't, I don't think I would, I would drink a bottle of this with friends, but... Unless you really want to confuse this shit. Well, I mean, the way you're describing this, it makes me think you're equating it to shoving a weasel in your pants. It's not that it was fun, but wow, was it different. <laughs> um, We're back to my dating career. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going so, to my dating in the last couple of months. Oh, man. And weasels. So, no, weasels no, are uh, red hot flesh. I, 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 well, we'll have an aside of that afterward. Uh, That'll be after. Yeah, I know I, it's fucking uh, after that's turned off shit. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a three because I, I really did enjoy... No, you know, I'm going to give it a three T5. I'm going to give it a three wow. T5. Wow. God damn you. That's exactly what I was going to do. Motherfucker. I, I, I really... It was, okay it, was kind, it was kind of fun. No, I just thought and it was the original, like, getting into all this and everything. Of course not. No, it was, it was, it was kind of a fun experience to, to have. And it's, it is very complex and deep. And so I have been thinking about it a lot, and... I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think that this is one that even, like, you could probably drink a bottle of it with, you know, a group of guys, and get really contemplative (laughs) about it, and... Yeah, I was, yep, I'm on the... uh, So I started thinking about it the way that it's like, all right, so before we were talking about Cronenberg and doing, like, more accessible, oh, God, besides a... Uh, Eastern Promises, after, the one after you did that, that was that awful uh, Jung Freud movie that was just a danger, uh, dangerous, something who, dangerous, who cares? Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was just, it was so pedestrian and boring and whatever. And, you know, going back to when I think of stuff that I enjoy, even if I don't enjoy it, I'm like, I'm glad that exists. I'm glad the scotch exists. I'm glad looking at it saying, Look at how much we've talked about this fucking thing. And it's like when you see a movie, and it's like, even if I didn't terribly like it, quote-unquote, enjoy, that, whoever the hell, like, (laughs) mad scientist, wherever they are, like, breeding bizarre animals right now, or have, you know, like, created something very unique, and the thing is, they tried. And it's like seeing a movie where you watch it and go, this might not be for me or whatever, but I'm glad it exists, and I see that you really made something unique. And that's why I was going with the with the uh, the three two five because I was like that's completely one of the scores because I'm like I will besides just loving the freak ticket the idea that you had something that was so interesting and then besides like not just being interesting I'm not just you know going off of just that variable but also then yeah then add in things that I really really liked I, I'm I'm trying to like think of a movie I mean this wasn't you know this wasn't hundred twenties of Sodom where you where you look at, you know, Salo, where you look back and go, wow, that, that was really difficult to, you know what this, count here, Jordorowski, that is a Jordorowski fucking scotch, where you watch it, and there's like, yeah, there's enough things for me to, to hold on to, and like, whoa, what the fuck just happened, but it still fits in with what's going on, that, that's, See, that's, I like the scientist thing, where I was going to say, Dr. House is to Aberfeldy as Dr. Moreau is to this, oh, nice, I, nice, I was just picturing the guy, the, the, uh, master, master distiller going, there, I've completed my Dalmore 12 and my Chico Moose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> speak, boy, speak. <laughs> the, theme song, the theme song for the Scotch is Skullcrusher Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very Dr. Dr. Moreau. Of course, we're not discussing the more recent film the version. Scotch <laughs> of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> the Scotch of Dr. Moreau. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Islay of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend I did not do that. <laughs> No, no. So, so uh, three, two, five. Yeah, totally, gonna... absolutely. Yep. I, yep, I stand by that probably because I swear I'm still tasting it. Like that, there's these weird things where it's just like I'm gonna keep fucking with you. It's like it's like it's like having that odd dream you wake up from. You're thinking about. You're like that made sense. That made sense. That what the 
fuck. You think about it for like three days. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You're telling your friends, you're all sitting around trying to figure out we should be doing something much more productive at that point in your day. <laughs> well, in, in, in terms of that, I'm frankly curious as to what Dave's going to think of the next one. Because, and what is the next one? Telesker's store! <coughs> and Bob Lucas. Dave he had this at the Scotch Tasting. Oh, that's right. Dave did already have So, that was like seven months ago, and I swear I did a lot of Percocet between now and then. That is true, you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can actually... He even like, had a reason. Like, if, if you go on my Facebook, you can find out how many Percocet I did. Because, because he can, was recording I, the pills. I, yep. Nice. I broke my I broke my leg over Christmas, and they uh, they cut me open, and uh-huh. so I uh, I was pretty much high the entire month of January. It was a good like six seven week period where I was literally high twenty four seven. Uh huh. Which is why he was ironically enough not here for the cask strength night. Ooh. Yeah, this is too bad. Yeah. Well. It, well, no, I, it, we. It, well, two of them are good. Two of them are not so much. Yeah. And, and, and that happens here. I, right I, right yeah. I still yeah. have all the bottles, so it's not like you can't have a taste at some yeah. point. That's the Loki. Well, the Loki was Omega Fall, so that was. Regardless yeah. of what it tastes like, it has the coolest uh, container. It just wins the container battle. No, not that oh, one. No. Oh wow. The, the side that comes down is on your side there, and if you want to just be careful of yeah. uh, how to lower it. And uh, it, it makes you... I don't know. When I was drinking it, I wanted to go oh, loot, cool. loot and pillage something. It yeah. just... You, you break the, the, the container open and, and just give me horns and a battle axe. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, oh yes, please. I, was, I mean, unless you don't want it. I was I was being uh, being smitten by Loki. It's I'm not the first one. <laughs> uh, Tom Hiddleston. Bitte. Ah, there we go. Yeah. There's something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, was, that's yeah. why I put this one. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dave has had this before. I uh, I arrange the pairs usually. Yeah. And I'm oh wow pairs. Oh wait, no, that wasn't. <laughs> I'm smelling peat. There's a slight amount of peat. It definitely wow. has a nose, but I'm like, well, I'm not getting a whole lot of variation. No, I'm actually not either. No. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but no. it's definitely a boot to the face like, no, you're about to get something, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> yep. And it's also why this one's second. Yeah, that's why this one was last. No, I, I, got a little, I got a little something on the tail end. I mean, not tail end, but the... Subtlety in the nose. Yeah, there's something, yeah. something yeah. else here. There's something. There, there, there's, I think there's a hint of pear underneath it. You think so? Oh, oh, I was good. I, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting as much of the fruit. But I'm getting a little like I don't want to say flowery, but something along those lines. No, it's a it's a white fruit. You're, you're probably mm-hmm. right at that pear. I'm trying to picture like a 1600s Scotsman drinking this and being like, oh, oh, there we go. I hadn't I hadn't cleaned up my uh, my nose. There we go. Yep, I totally got it. That's funny. That's a, a wee, oh, a wee bit of persimmon. <laughs> so, you mentioned uh, mango in, in 1600s uh, for pimping my stuff. That's a, that's the time frame for the play that I'm doing. I thought you could say that's the name of my play. 1600 mangoes and 1600 shit. No, 1600 Mango Avenue. That's a great kid's name. What's your kid name? Mango. Fuck. That's awesome. <laughs> Is it a girl? You bet. <laughs> no, it's a Clyde Barker play called Crazy Face. It takes place in the... I mean, it takes place, quote-unquote. It's more like a basis of the story, uh, but Barker did... And I, I should really go back and see how many plays. I want to say six. I've got both of his books of it. And uh, it was around the time when I was really into his stuff, like mid-90s and such. But it's 16th century, and there's actually a character named Mango, who's actually a, the main badass and everything. But it's it's pretty jacked up. There's a, a lot of dark humor, but there's still like a lot of Chaplin-esque moments, even though people get stabbed in the head. They're destroying destroying everything. It's a series of clowns. It's it's good and jazz. You, I think you especially would like it. Yeah. It's, it's fucked, man. It's really... it's it's it, You read it, and you're like... This is Barker. This, I, this I, is. I love this shit that just kind of almost breaks your brain. Yep. And oh, this does, man. And it's like 40, it's so hard to find a group of people that, that are, are willing to, to watch that. Mm-hmm. You know, because that yeah. sort of stuff is it's not stuff that you watch alone. There's some stuff you watch in a group so you can talk about it. Right. The experience is a part of it too. And yeah. also, it's and that's what's so great about doing film versus theater. As much as I love doing either and finding the balance, is like, yeah, I love when I can send out 
whatever film shit's going on, whatever. And but Crazy Face is gonna be it goes up uh, July is gonna be the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I want to talk to people about this thing and like not just how he executed it, no pun intended. Uh, enough people get fucking executed in this thing, including an angel who's a dick. Oh yeah, the angel character is like one of the best ones. Uh, There's a while ago when we were actually trying to get. Uh, going back to me being recommended to be on the show, to be on the podcast, was uh, was Charlie uh, Charles Hubble, mm-hmm. and it just it just didn't work out unfortunately. But he was going to be part of that because it's just it's just this great part. He's just an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a really good part of uh, of Clive Barker's canon of work, and you really. We actually got designers when they're like, "Yeah, it sounds interesting. You got some good people as a part of it," and then they'd read it and go, "Oh, I'm fucking in." Like, I'm in. There's, like, so many great elements. Yeah, it, it's I, kind of a weird thing. I mean, you, you bring it up. That Charles is such a nice guy. But holy shit. Yeah. But he plays... Yeah, sorry. Just, wow. Just drank it, did you? Yeah, I just drank it. Boot of... No, I had to read boot of... Oh, right. You haven't even talked about it. And yeah, Roy was a gutter punk. I'm like, I appreciate this on a... Uh, on a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a brawl level. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, this, well, is, this is a nice... To finish what I was saying, Charles is such a nice guy, but he plays an asshole Oh, he plays great. Well, and Titus... Even though in Titus he he did whatever to to be this lead character and what have you, and there's enough reasons. But oh, he plays a fucking asshole, and even just a monster. Yeah. And going back to mentioning, thank you very much. Uh, mentioning uh, when Crazy Face was produced before, it was by uh, Joel Sass, who's now uh, a major part of the director of uh, of uh, Jungle Theater. And I actually saw when Joel did it the last time Crazy Face was produced, which would have been uh, like 2002. Charlie wasn't in that one, but Charlie was actually in. Some of the other plays as a part of that company, Mary Worth Company, uh, were doing, they're all fucked up pieces. They're awesome. So I was making sure to go see all of them. And they did Titus, <laughs> and they did History of the Devil, one of the other, which, oh, it, it's odd. It's not a lot of people's favorite Barker play, but History of the Devil is fucking awesome. And it's just the devil literally on trial, and then these kind of, like, not flashbacks, but these side moments of what happened at a part of who and what he is. It's it's cool. Now that we've but, all added water to this, I think I we have Oh, we oh, should talk okay. about we should talk about the uh, the subtlety and layers. We, 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 we should talk about the taste of the taste of it. Yeah, I think Storm is a very <laughs> apt name. I I did get in the finish. I got a very light vanilla. Mm. This is actually one of the first times I got vanilla. I was actually just experiencing that, as you said. Yep. Because I, uh, I honestly really wasn't I can, getting the vanilla. Well, I can still feel the vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah that's, that's that's why I just said I got it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say I. When when I've had scotches that are like, we're going to be a big peat scotch, I often find that they sacrifice too much to try and overwhelm me with peat. I mean, it's it's not, I like peat. I really do. But, you know, if I want only peat, I'll gnaw on actual peat. <laughs> um, and I think some scotches sacrifice complexity and subtlety to just try and hit you with a peat hammer. And see, that's seriously one of the reasons I I, I rated that last one so high is I was like, thank you for all this awesome stuff going on, even though there it, even though it was anything but perfect and it had a lot of flaws. This one I I definitely felt was a, a pretty good peat hammer. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> nice. uh, I liked the there was a finish that brought some some yeah. difference into it. Well, and it's it's yeah. Talisker, so it's crazy smooth man. Mm-hmm. I mean this this really does live up to the name. Now, of course, I haven't tried it wet, but I mean, I, I haven't either. Yet. I, and honestly, I'm glad you mentioned that about uh, about that bit of vanilla because that's the first one where it's like I know it's something that you're usually supposed to experience. I'm I'm totally down with that right now. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm getting the vanilla in the finish. I'm also getting like just underneath the peat. There's a little bit of heather. It's, mm. it, there's not. It's not all peat. There's another. There's another. You know, plant. Another. Mm. You know. Yeah. It, 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 it's definitely heather to me, but I mean it's. I just regret that I did not bring. I don't have one of those um, like saw blade equivalent to make thunder. <laughs> because every time we say the name, I just in my head have just. The one drawback I will say, and, and I, I think I found this true of the regular Talisker, you know, too, I, I can't recall because it's been a while since the Talisker, was a little like medicinal. It, to me, for me in general, it's just it's just a bit much. It, I mean, it, I like it. It, it's, it, it, little... it hits, it peaks, and then is kind of smooth, but it's it's still a bit much. Wet. I think the no. wet, the wet nose is just the, light. Yeah, the, it, it got it got light, but there's the the fruit comes out. I can definitely tell. I either need a reset or it's just gone to me. Yeah, it's I gotta a, do the same thing. So I'm not getting jack. 
I'm getting a. I can't tell if it's an apple or a pear, but getting some jack. Yeah, I, I'm not able to dis- discern the specifics, but it's the heather or the 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 peat is now light. Yeah. But unlike some where you add water and the nose just goes away, this is actually a lighter peat, and you can get some of the under notes. See, I'm it's still mostly gone to me now. Same, I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm barely getting anything. It's deep in the evening, but I just I'm not getting anything. But the the nose, all I mean, it's not completely vanished, but it is so light. Mm-hmm. It's really light. It, to me, it's just a light version of what I was smelling before, essentially. One could say watered down. <laughs> Which I, it's not well, like the, the peat hammer may be swung by a slightly lighter weight person, but mm-hmm. um, the peat has not gone away. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if someone steals that for for a scotch and names the peat hammer, peat hammer. I would, I would drink that. Oh, sure. yeah. peat monster. There is a there is there is. Yeah, it's a, it's a blended scotch. Um, Thomas box. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, good? No, no, no. We don't need blends. Oh, it's right. It's one of the few that I, I want to try, mm-hmm. but it will be a thing. It's for someday. Okay. I was just me, but the peat hammer toward the tail end was stronger. Yes. What opened up. It, wow. Like, it, yeah. That kicked like, the back of my throat out. I'm, I'm, I have to admit, I'm actually really enjoying this. I like um, it too. I was just surprised by that. I just didn't see it coming. That's what she said. <laughs> it's definitely a pear. I'm getting okay. a little bit more of the undertone now. I'm, and you mentioned the Heather. Yep. Totally something like that. I, I wouldn't have said Heather, but I would have said something, uh, you know, feather, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, Jen, with the chainsaw. No, wrong Heathers. My bad. My bad. Um, the finish is a little bit more the non-peat finish is is a little stronger. Yeah. I'm getting more of the vanilla. Um got a little more alcohol burn too. Yeah. I, I do too. I'm not liking the alcohol burn with, no. with that much water in the tail and I'm really not digging it. The palette just got lighter to me. I mean the, the water everything's just basically going away mm-hmm. for me. Which especially it's like really unfortunate where it's like, okay, so it's a little bit more watered down, and then the negative aspects of how strong it is on the tail end are being exasperated. I'm like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. See, I'm not getting that much more strength in the finish. I mean, it's... Really? Oh, God, it's... I just the, did it again. The, the, so it's, it's, there's a slight not, ramp up, and then it goes away from negative me. to me. So, really? I mean, like, I, I mean, like, there's a little bit of the medicinal, but oh, I really get a lot of that peat, and... I kind of like just the way it hangs around. I don't get that. It's just the, the hit. The first hit. When it hangs, I'm cool. Mm. But it's that hit is a bit much for me. <laughs> but it's, it's to me, it's not unpleasant. So, you gotta like... <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> yeah, there's all solid. The kids in the hallway, you got a thing. It's your <laughs> <laughs> you're you're catch your cod a little bit there. <laughs> I, I have to admit, this is... <laughs> This I this hit a, a nice spot for me. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I get exactly what you guys have been saying. Where with the negatives, they just didn't didn't bother you. They yeah. yeah, they weren't negative for me. Yeah. So, and it's interesting. I've had Talisker before, and I didn't dislike it, but I found some. I'm trying to remember what I had. It's either the ten or the eighteen. I have. Uh, a, I'm pretty sure I've only had the ten. I must have had. I wasn't had, that big a fan. No, I had the ten, and I'll be honest. Since then, I don't think I had it since. Because I have the ten and the eight. You've had the eighteen because I brought it to Con one year. I don't remember it. Yeah, well, it was Con, so. Yeah, that's that surprise. <laughs> I didn't well, been before the Scotch Club. That's that's why is it, it's it's pre my giving a crap about Scotch. I think I, I think I did it the second year. Second year, year of con period. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Second, the second year that I started bringing really good scotch to okay. con was uh, so the first year. And listeners of the show have heard this story several times, but uh, the first year I went to, I came back to con after a long hiatus. I decided that I was going to carry around a plastic scotch because mm-hmm. everybody does, mm-hmm. and I basically just ended up uh, trading. So I, you know, people would be like, "Here, have some scotch." I'd be like, "Here, have some scotch." We trade flasks. I brought Glenlivet 12, which so did everybody else. So basically, you're just passing around a flask and right. drinking other people's scotch with the exact same kind that, that you have. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I wasn't going to do that. So how long was this anyway? Um, it was 07 or 08. I think, I think it was 07. So 
By the way, we're at the point now where we can say Ot7, because I really want that to happen. Yeah, we, we, we can start doing it. Fuck yes. So, and then, and then, like, uh, in Ot8. Yes. Uh, Outstanding, is that what you just said? <laughs> Those OR scripts. I, uh, I decided that I was going to be the dude who had a scotch that nobody ever heard of. So, I picked up the Yamazaki 18. I went, I went online, and I looked, I found a website and that, that did ratings, and I looked at the top tens, and there's this top ten list, and I shit you not, six of them are over a grand. Dude. Six of the scotches were over a thousand dollars, and the Yamazaki 18 is sitting in number three. In like 08? Like 07, 08, something like that. Fucking yeah. A, because that was around the time when someone was like, you need to try this. It was a bit, or it was a little bit after that when I hadn't heard of it, and there was a couple of bartenders that like, it had been like kind of their side secret, mm-hmm. and it was like bar closed. Hang on afterwards, and they were like, oh, try this, and I was like, yeah, right. And naturally, I tried it, and was just like, um, shh, you only understand my secrets. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so fucking good. Yeah, and so, like, here I am, and I'm like, okay, well, if this is $120 a bottle, and it's better than three that are, are a, a grand, I gotta try this shit. So, yeah. Yeah. I go to my local MGM, and I gotta special order this, because nobody's heard of it at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And so they special order it for me, and then I, I don't know, I bought another $200 in scotch as well, and, uh, yeah, they got, they know me, got to know me really quick, because I would go in and I'd drop two, three hundred bucks just on a, every time I walked in, so, like, it, it got to the point where I'd walk in, and there'd be a dude with keys at the big expensive cabinet, just like, how are you doing today, sir? <laughs> where were you going anyway? Uh, Forest Lake. Okay. So... Uh, my, uh, I was living up there for a while. I'm sorry, which makes me think that it was later than 08. It might have been 09. Because okay. I think I ran into it like 10, I think, is when I finally had it. And it wasn't very popular at that point. Yeah. It wasn't like you just see it up on the list. But it was someone who had it. And it was like a little bartender secret when we hang out afterwards with a bunch of our friends. And I tasted it. And I remember that moment very, very clearly. Yeah. And so I brought that around to con and I want to say I, I think it was 09 and I brought that around to con uh, that year blew some minds oh yeah yeah well I, I, I did that one night I did the Glenlivet 21 archive edition the other <laughs> night <laughs> nice and I tell you I was more willing to give up the Glenlivet 21 than I was the Yamazaki 18 because yeah. I mean you've had it it's, yes. it's just that much better than, it's incredible yeah. it really is Yeah. at some point I'm going to have to try it because the only time I've had a Japanese single malt. It was the one single malt up until at that point that I went, I wish I'd never drank that. I mean, that was, I don't remember what it was. I just remember I tried a Jap- uh, Japanese single malt. It was just like, ah. Exactly. I, I, Japanese, I don't think I'd made it. I'd had a Japanese single malt ever before. So my opinion was just like, mm-hmm. no, 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 be good. And someone I trusted. And I was like, okay. And then, Wow. Right. And, you know, um, I've read reviews over the last few years uh, about it, and one of the reviews I read said, don't give this to people who aren't really experienced in scotch because you will ruin scotch for them. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's true. It's, you know, okay. I mean, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, when, when druggies talk about heroin and the, their, their first time is the best, the best high mm-hmm. ever, and they spend the rest of the time chasing the dragon... You know, yeah, uh, that's kind of. So I went to I lived in England a couple times, or one time it was for work, just for like, like a month. But then I did live there for school, and like you do, and I was I went uh, I went <laughs> to like uh, yeah <laughs> no it's, if I if I had actually paid for it so that yeah it probably wouldn't have happened. But it was uh, really fucking awesome, and spent a lot of time in Scotland, and then of course you you know spend some time you go over to Ireland and all that. Well, go to Ireland. What do I do? All right, yeah. Here, all right, I'll do. I'll you know, I'll drink a uh, actual Guinness here in Ireland. You see where I'm going with this in reference to that. And I'm like, okay, I've never been a huge Guinness fan. I was like, I like this. It's it's some different points. It's interesting. It's good. And then I come back to the states. I haven't had Guinness since because it's, it's totally different. Over it's there. so different and so phenomenal there, and so and not even like just that. It's so incredibly tasty, but there's just something so hearty and something so solid and good about it that here in the States, I'm like, oh, they made you the Budweiser of Irish beers here in America. That's what we do. America. 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 <laughs> 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 
but yeah, that's, and I totally understand that experience because I, you know, I grew up and you know I felt like at different points not really doing as much scotch, but I've always had an appreciation no matter where I where I was, and I remember very clearly. The other one too, and it's one I revisited. And I didn't like it as much as a scotch, which was uh, Glen Parkless that I had a long time ago that I really really liked, and I revisited. I'm like, hmm, and I, I'm still kind of wavering back and forth. Yeah. It was it was a scotch. It was scotch. Day. Or sixteen that we had on the pilot. Uh, I don't know. You're the memory dude. <laughs> I know it was on the pilot. <laughs> I, 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 well, I know it's gone because I gave that one to Awen the last time I gave things to Awen. So the, the thing that's I'll interesting about, one of the about revisiting is, is, and I mean, this is both the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Is it will never be exactly the same, and not because. Well, you drank that when you were in this headspace and this, play, but because it's different barrels, it's yeah, different brew, uh, 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 master distillers. Yeah. It's it. They'll try if if they've well, like Glenlivet Twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different because it's never going to be. You can't make it exactly the same. But Glenlivet Twelve was kind of Glenlivet Twelve. They, yeah. they mass they, produced the hell out of that. They've so that gotten it pretty. Yeah. They, they Standardized. Know what, they know what they're doing at this point. Yeah. But, it was, but it was if just, you're if you're off to the was was interesting because that was actually something that pulled me. That was actually that was the scotch that pulled me back in for a bit. Where I was just like, oh, I'm really enjoying this and sipping it and having it with my dad and what have you. And that's another aspect of you know what all this means to me for growing with it. But it was funny kind of revisiting it and being like, hmm. and it was actually it was Scotch Day. I forgot it was uh, when I had that, and I was just like, by the way, I did not know what Scotch Day for. A while until this year, where I was like, "That's a, that's a, that's a thing." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that I think I'm pretty sure any work that was supposed to be done that day just went right out the fucking window. <laughs> and it was funny because that was actually the day when I was revisiting uh, different scotch. Excuse me, different scotches. And I tried it again. I was like, "Hmm, that's didn't dislike it by any means, but it's yeah, it's that that re you know refining an old friend that you hadn't seen in years." <laughs> And it turns out they're kind of a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that they're a bit more harsh than you remember. <laughs> I put it that way. <laughs> Not well, I, don't, I dislike Glenn Parkless, but it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I'm going... Oh, 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 oh. Tasting notes. I think you're going to read things. Uh, I think I am. Because, you know, we got to get back on track. Yes. Oh, yes. Of course. Very professional. Harumph, 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 harumph. Get that amount of harumph, Dave. Um, harumph. Let's Watch it. see... Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, <clears throat> now I've actually been to the Isle of Skye. Pretty awesome. No whiskey reveals the character of its birthplace better than Talisker. Trademark. <laughs> to know Talisker is to feel the power of the sea, and sense its rugged location on the banks of Loch Harport, on the foreboding, foreboding Isle of Skye. Talisker Storm <laughs> takes the most intensive experiences to a new level. The sweet warmth and briny, peppery finish that are the symbol of the Talisker character have been carefully accentuated through a skillful blend of different age Talisker casks. The profound maritime character achieves a deeper intensity, like a warm welcome from a wild Iberian sea. Bottled the distillery's unique 45.8 alcohol by volume. Talisker Storm is truly a tempestuous single malt. The end. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I have to admit, I've never read a brag about the unique alcohol by volume. <laughs> no one else could possibly have a 45.8. Alcohol by Voss. What? Wait, the point eight? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, let's, 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 we're all friends here. Let's calm the fuck down. I'm at 45, but 45.8, you're getting fucking crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, I enjoyed it, but, oh. I, I didn't get briny at all. I'm just no, saying. No. Yeah, well, you know, a little bit of salt in there, but, yeah. They include the latitude and longitude on this box. Yes, they do. Yes, oh, they, do. Yeah. they do that on all of them, actually. That may be... That, that's, that's, that's pretty intense. 
Yeah, they're they're pretty metal about their. Uh, you could sail your <laughs> ship to this. That that was quite metal. That that I could definitely hear Nathan Explosion's voice in describing that. Very oh, brutal. I I missed that. There's a silver band on the box that says "A warm welcome from a wild sea, <laughs> made by the sea." <laughs> Yeah, um, and they're you know they're the IPOs, so you know they're one of the largest uh, corporate distillers in the world. So mm-hmm. no, no, it's it's all made from little little it, special cats, special people, and the music for fish murder. So, so, so you're saying Oompa Loompa's making scotch? Yes! It's made incorporated on the trench. That was a great episode. A fucking awesome episode. I see a bubble. Do you see a bubble? I'm not in a bubble. I'm going to leap in here with a with a numeric vote. Oh, oh that's right. We're still doing that. Oh, yes. 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 I am going to say that this was a 3.25. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm not sure entirely why. I understand what everyone else said, and yet, I just enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. They just give the and scene gesture, just so you know. Because <laughs> this, this is radio. Because yeah, <laughs> we do. Boy, this doesn't, this doesn't, it, it's not seeing me? As, why are we wearing pants? <laughs> oh, wait. It, never Because no. the cat will lick your balls. <laughs> because I have That's a fucking... Why was I wearing pants? pants? God damn it. Because I had to sign a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> for the cat? <laughs> for your balls? Call me, little call me. Make me wear pants. Yeah. I am the king of no pants, and so they make me wear pants. Make pants wear pants. fucking suckers. Yeah. He wears pants. Pants. <laughs> not fancy-pants either. They're just pants. Um, I, hmm, I wasn't terribly excited by this one. I wasn't terribly disappointed by this one. I'm trying to think back two weeks ago now to see whether or not I like this more than the Brulati. And oh, there's I, no question to me. Yeah, well, that's you. I, I don't know. It's a very subtle thing. Like I, I don't like the ones that come off medicinal, and this one came off medicinal to me. I mean, the the, the peat helps. That wasn't quite so bad. I want your medicine. Because uh, if I, that's medicinal, pretty, I'm gonna drink a lot of it. I, oh shit! I will say, you know, all four scotches in, in, in the last two episodes definitely for me neat and no water. It's just, just no, no way. Um, they were certainly all better without the water, but I don't know. I, I'm still undecided. I've heard. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to err on, <laughs> on the side of this being maybe the touch better. But just Excuse a me. touch, I am going to give it a 315. Xerxes, you're disrupting the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was my poison arrows. He's being antagonist. Do not talk well, I have no idea. Do not talk to me, Sunball. I was about to. Yeah. Yeah, then the kitties hadn't made their appearance on the show, and they're like, where, where are we coming in? Where are we coming in? No. Ted, tag me in, boss. Nobody escapes from. <clears throat> No escapes. <laughs> oh, it's underneath me. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. You know that ball licking thing? <laughs> There's well, a he doesn't <laughs> so much. If by lick you mean tear. Well, you see how the one tooth is out? Uh-huh, he, had, yeah. he, he had a bad takeaway once. Yeah. It's like, oh. God, it's stuck on the sack. Damn it. I had a scar for like a year. I'm really curious about this fucking segue. No, or just on my my hand. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, sure. That's what he's pointing at, everyone. I've got I've got this friend, <laughs> doctor. What does it mean when I have a cat hanging off my ball sack? Yes, that's not the pussy you're supposed to go for. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. You were voting. <laughs> oh no! My my score is in the bag. I'm waiting for these two gentlemen. Well, there, there's a there was when talks a. Here's Charlie's balls. Oh God, ducks. And uh, and Jesse's balls. Well, that was his fault with the peanut butter. It's just that was a great sentence. <laughs> like I'm so fucking happy that just happened in general. I don't know what fucking think about it. And I don't even think I want to. Makes it better. Oh, Tux is a demon cat. Yeah, seriously. Like 
that cat was just pure fucking evil. Like, he'd be super happy, and then all of a sudden he'd just be like, I hate you. <laughs> and, like, he uh, he was sitting on Jesse's lap, and admittedly, I did kind of scare Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> admittedly, I had a point. Maybe I had something to do with it. But there was one point where, where rumor has it, Charlie was in his underwear, and Ducks was sitting on his lap or something, or maybe not. I don't know. All of a sudden, like... Tux's claws were in Charlie's balls. Tux pierced my ear, though. Like, uh, wow. The, wow. That was, was a balls-to-ear story. <laughs> I was like, at the same time? That's no, incredible. No, no, no. Um, my balls around. just... My ear was... Happened to be beside his balls. No, so I was, I was sitting on the couch at, at, at Charlie's house, and Tux walks up behind me, and they're like, Hey, Dave, be careful. Tux is behind you. Because Tux is the demon cat, so, mm-hmm. you know, you're like... Be careful. I'm like, oh no, Tux is a good kitty. What's the worst and that could happen? <laughs> Famous last and, words. Yeah, well, and apparently Tux heard that, and everybody who was watching Tux said that Tux kind of, is, he kind of perked up, got this crazy look in his eyes, and then just with his claws and just grabbed my ear and yanked. You uh, die! You die! Go to hell! Wait, where, 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 where Tux would jump on my lap, purr, look up at me like, we cool. Oh yes, you talk yeah, to her. Usually cool, but I think and it's Tux because never did anything to me. Yep. But I think it's because I called him out as being all right. Tux mm-hmm. was a good kitty, and Tux is like, "Fuck no, I ain't no good kitty." Yeah, 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 you. you ruined my rep, asshole. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. People, people heard you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you jump on my lap and like, "Who's the evil kitty? Who's the evil kitty? Who's a good kitty now, huh?" Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I swore, I swore never to go to balls to ear. No, that was that's too much of a step. Yeah. Indeed. I'm not that portable either. All right, well. So what's your um, vote? <laughs> I'm gonna. I like this quite a bit, even though I haven't had it in a while. I can still, can still feel it in a good way. <laughs> yes, the storm. Um, I really like Talisker. I think I've got. Yeah, uh, he does. I've got three, uh, three of theirs. I got the 18, the Distillers Edition, and the 10, I believe. Um, How's that Distillers Edition? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. Where, where generally speaking, I have found that I like the, the base and not the Distillers Edition. Hmm. Like, I have not... Because I've had the others. With, the, with, the exception, yeah. like, with the exception of the Dalwini 15-year, I have preferred the base over the Distillers Edition in, in all cases. Oh, Dalwini's the one exception. Yeah, I really like the Dalwini, too. Um, but, you know, I it's got some good peat. It's got some, some decent smoke. And uh, yeah, I just I just liked it all around. I'm gonna give it a three five. Mm-hmm. Down to the guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm I think I'm going for a three. I, this wasn't crazy about it. It was just a bit too much even for me. Uh, I didn't dislike it. Just kind of like even and outward to me. Like this is this is like doing well, you know, doing like a, a somewhat basic twelve. And I yeah, just wasn't crazy about it. It was just kind of strong. Had a few other things here and there and. For me, that's just that's okay. That's fine. There's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with it. But I wouldn't say that it's anything I'm impressed with either. And I would taste it and be like, okay, this is fine. It's a bit much. And then maybe it also was like that I wasn't as impressed with it. It was like, you know, and I'm not against getting a kick to the face of it. But also then when I then I couldn't get it out of my head that when we added the water, that then it was just like, ooh, it brought out the, the my least favorite aspects of all of it, and that really hurt it. Otherwise, I probably would have done like a three-two or a three-three or something like that, probably. All right, fair enough. Well, looks like uh, Dave's getting the smoke ready here. That's his little bait toy. Well, you know I do that. Yeah, he's sw- swapping out the flavors now. Uh, Flavor country. Do they have scotch? They do. No. I actually have cinnamon whiskey in mine, so. <laughs> cinnamon whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Fireball. Have you ever had a fireball? Oh. Yeah, the kids are really liking the fireball these days. What the fuck? I, That's- we were doing a trailer shoot for, for Crazy Face, and I'm not saying that to try and bring it back to the shit I'm doing and pimping it out. No, but, of course. But, but yeah, but yeah, all of a sudden, Fireball that time. But if anyone wants to sleep with it, I mean... Oh, God, great. Like, seriously, like, the Fireballs... And I finally was just like, I had someone there, because I kept spotting it or being like, someone's Facebook page. I was like, what? It's what? Is it because we all love those, those the Fireball... Atomic Fireballs, yeah. Atomic Fireballs. And that was what I could kind of figure out. I was like, what the shit? I mean, it was hilarious. Like, it was one of the producers who's in the, the film, and he... <clears throat> or is in the the plays in the, t- the film too the trailer <clears throat> for uh, Crazy Face we actually launched the trailer a few days ago he like put it back in his pocket and I was like really I am I just not getting this or what the fuck it makes it's, really good uh, I mean it's a good whiskey coke I'm a big fan of interesting it. Uh, 
but yeah, yeah, the the we were doing the uh, the crazy face trailer shoot, which was really fun. It was rarely because uh, I mostly adapt shit and such, even if it's <clears throat> well, especially for plays, you rarely are unless you're doing like say Fringe Festival, which that's something else I'll just mention about that. For Fringe, I'm doing uh, uh, Black Death, the musical, which I'll be pretty stoked about. And uh, yeah, and uh, that'll be Fringe is always like end of July or very very early uh, August, and it goes on for a couple weeks. Yeah, and uh, this year it actually starts on I think the 28th of July. Really? Wow. Yep. Every once in a while, that it kind of slides over into a little bit more of July. But yeah, I'll be doing Black Death, the musical, which I'm really stoked about. But for Crazy Face, we're just hanging out, and that bottle popped up, and I just am still kind of just like, hmm, it's. Very, very odd. But yeah, we're happy about the trailer, and it's it's cool to get a chance to work on something where you try to, you know, a trailer you're supposed to capture the essence of what you're doing, and you know, the idea that it should be, even if it's not a scene out of the play. Yes, sir. You, it really was. To, I I always thought trailers were supposed to ruin it and put every, put yeah, every funny God. joke oh. and make it so you don't even have to bother seeing the movie. But to be honest, I'm, really, there's a part of me that's happy about, about that. Ninety five. Yeah, I'm happy about that. I'm like. Cool. I don't need to see that. Like, I, I love know. it. I love I it. It was like a lay movie. I was like, thank you. Done and done. Wow, that's all the jokes. Yep, that was it. I know that. That's the best jokes. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. even go further than that. Yeah. yeah. And it was cool because, like, we, we kind of did got captured the essence. It's, it's pretty weird when I get to talk to my, because uh, we do it at Clyde Barker Play. It's just like a dream fucking come true. It's just like the inner, the, the you know, the especially the 15 year old nerd version of me is just like <laughs> screaming in my head at all times, like, Holy shit, you're just like, shut up. I know I have to act like I know what I'm doing. Shut <laughs> up. A lot of people looking at me for answers. Uh, yes, yes, of course. And 15 year old, you don't know what you're doing. I fucking know. Shut up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, cause, I mean, just grew up with so much of his stuff. The books are below it, everything. I mean, so I'm still trying to put, I have to look at the years of when this one, much less all of his plays that he was doing, like about the half dozen. I'm pretty sure it was like around the time of like he doing a Magicka and he was doing a Great and Secret show, which I fucking love those looking back as it. As a kid and what have you, and I, I want to. I really love Faustian stories, and I remember. Uh, I think it was. I read it so fast that I barely remember. But the Damnation Games, like one of his earlier ones, like around the time he wrote Hellbound, Hellbound Heart, I believe, and it's a good little Faustian story. I want to revisit. But yeah, Crazy Face is all over the fucking place. It's really, really strange and violent, and but at the same time with these odd, like I mean, almost like Keystone Cops comedy, which you're just like, really, <laughs> really, which makes it even more fucked up that you're blending all of that. But yeah, pretty stoked. Yeah, it goes up at a Nimbus Theater. We open up on the July 10th as a part of uh, Shadow Wars. Shadow Wars Theater. It's their first. Well, they they've been around for a while. They do. Uh, if you guys ever heard of the drinking game at Bright Lake Bowl, and it's uh been going on for a few years, three years now, and now they're really breaking in with uh, narrative pieces, and they did a one before this, and this is like their their larger scale one, and I'm just fucking honored, because I'm not part of the company or anything they brought me on as, okay. as the director, oh, nice. which is, oh yeah, totally. it's so fucking flattering, they've been awesome to work with, and yeah, everyone's having a good time just saying and doing horrible things to one another, it's just <laughs> really inappropriate, and the whole cast is fucking awesome, but yeah, I'm stoked, it's, it's fun too to like mentioned doing something that's like it's not a, what I call it a horror play not really but it's a horror writer and it's the kind of thing where I can like mention it to people like I was saying before where you know you may not really like theater I get it because I'm to be honest I think most theater is pretty fucking lame too and gets really boring and whatever but this is the kind of thing where it's like I can go to like a comic store they're like you do the Clyde Barker play yeah man come fucking check it out <laughs> and I'm not just bullshit I'm like no you're gonna like this this is a, there'll be something in here for you and see it, I like horror and I like theater, yeah. So like, I know I'm gonna like it. Oh yeah. Well, and also to be honest, it, it's also that it's it, it's it's a taste thing as well. Like I I did the the play for the horror fest, really getting into things uh, last I year. Ask you if you did anything for horror fest. Yep, yep. With Tim Ren, Tim uh, Tim wrote. Oh, he adapted as Tim does. Bless his fucking heart. Uh, a Lovecraft World War One submarine play where everyone dies. Tim <laughs> likes Lovecraft. I know, I know exactly, exactly. Who knew? And, yeah, exactly. And that was one of those things. I was like, look who's directing this. Like, oh, it's Paul. I was like, come on, I haven't done theater for a couple of years. Don't, don't act like, oh, this is what he's gonna do. God damn it! But it, it was, it was a fucking blast. And also, I'd never directed anything at the Southern, which for something like that was so cool. And there's so many other awesome shows that were a part of it. Well, everyone, every one of the shows, I'm not just saying to be nice, were really, really good that were a part of it uh, in rep where they'd, where they'd mix in. Every night was three different shows, but it would be one show from that right. you may not have have played with us a different day, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that was that was the big one, getting back into everything. Working with Tim, it was a blast. And then, you know, I got to show off what I do so that this company could kind of get an idea and be like, all right, what have you, you, you know, you've got a body of work and all that good stuff, but what have you been doing lately? I was like, oh, I get to point to 
point to that and what have you and be like, this is what I did that was dark and what have you. And it got a couple of great fucking reviews. But yeah, Crazy Face is like the kind of thing where it's like people's eyes just light up and they're like, you're doing Crazy Face? It's like, yeah, we are. And it's like, it's so fun too because it's like, there's no middle of the road. It's like, this is going to be so awesome, which I know will be pretty confident. Or it's just going to be a fucking shit show. I mean, it's, <laughs> you, you, you can't do a middle of the line of something like this with this many cast members, you know, like 22 cast members, over 40 speaking parts, special effects, like... It's just, yeah, this is going to happen, or we're just going to walk out there and mumble to ourselves and be like, thank you, everyone, good night, because we don't, like, this is, this this conquered you, us. You know, if it's not going well with that many participants, you can always light one on fire. We were talking to the snuff guy, I mean. And that, uh, and, you know, it, it may not be in the script, but everyone will remember the play and want to go see it again, because right. maybe someone else will get lit, lit on fire, and maybe it'll happen. No, Absolutely. Did you go see the play where he lit the guy on fire? Yeah! It was awesome! <laughs> like, he was kind of lit on fire for a while, and then people started talking about the details. Yeah, it was part of his arm, then the whole thing went up. Fire bad! Fire bad! <laughs> Napster bad! Talking to the wrong guy about fire bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Omega Firestarter. <laughs> Twisted uh, Firestarter. I, oh. I, I have a new shirt. Oh, Jenny okay. got me a shirt for. I got scotch and a shirt. Nice. nice. No shit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, it says, uh, I've had enough scotch, I'm having to think. It says, <laughs> non-flammable, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is that is awesome. Yeah. That's one of the fun things, too, getting the shit like that and burning things, new special effects. I mean, you get to, you, it's so fun because you think about it, you watch them, you see them, and then when you get to be a person who's actually directing things that has that, which is just like, well, we can do this, yeah, we're going to cut his leg off, that'd be fucking awesome. And you get to just be That's such a... Fact. What's that? It's an effect? Well, you know. Oh. Well, it's a matter of which, which you're talking about. I mean, what's <laughs> even going back to after having done a documentary on snuff films where it's just like, oh, oh we waited for the warning at the beginning and it got laughs because we're like, no, we're not kidding. Then we had, I mean, I got like fucking death threats and hate messages from people. And I was like, fucking documentary on snuff films, you assholes. Like, the fuck did you expect? Like, and there's a point of where, you know, we, we get into war and we get into like the beheadings and what have you. And I was like, well, by definition, those are snuff films. I'm not going to get into all that shit. But it's like, and I had a friend that was just like, "Well, really, are you gonna show some down?" I was like, oh, "I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of, you know, kind of tortured." It was my buddy Rock and Roll Ray who was in it. Who's like my dark, dark jester of snuff in the documentary. <laughs> and he was like, "He's like, Paul, that's a business card. Oh, oh, keep, yeah. oh a proud moniker for that mother." Dark jester oh, of yeah. snuff. Yeah, if you know R.P. Whalen, yeah, he is. I think he's a but, character in Game of Thrones. <laughs> several. That might be a team. It's, it's a squad. But uh, he said. You saw the Ron Jeremy documentary. I was like, yeah. All right. Yeah. What do you know you're going to see? It's cock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. I was like, thank you, buddy. You you put that in perspective in such a <laughs> such a wonderful way. We just snuff like Ron Jeremy's <laughs> cock. All right. Yeah, all right. Right there. Right there. All right. No, I, I don't think we can top that one. I think we should toast that. I think <laughs> Dude, who has a toast? I, as, long, I as long as it's not to Ron Jeremy's cock, I'm good. I, All right. Yeah. Well, it's a very short toast. If no one has a longer one, do you, do you have a toast? Well, I, I, we're back to Ron, Ron Shout Jeremy. Shout out, Dave. We're, talking, we're back to Ron Jeremy. Right. Longer one. <laughs> this is a very short and heartfelt toast. May your pants never catch fire. <laughs> it's long. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. It's good to 